Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is podcast contributor Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Becky. Um, so on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing a very merry bromance by Lissa K. Adams. This is book five in the Bromance Book Club. Okay, two questions. You and I did Bromance Undercover together. Correct. And have you read, so that was book three. So there's a book in between this one? No, Bromance Undercover is book two. So have you read the two books in between this book? No, I read one, two, and five. Okay, same. (laughs) (laughs) Totally the same. I do want to say this is a traditionally published book, and it is one of the few traditionally published books that always seems to meet my expectations and deliver with a really good, solid story and enough spice that I'm not left sad. I would agree. Like... I would not know it was like traditionally traditionally pubbed if I did not like look already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Read us the synopsis from Goodreads. Tis the season for a bromance book club matchmaking mission. This time they're pulling out the mistletoe for everyone's favorite country music star Colton and his second chance at love. Country music's golden boy Colton Wheeler felt the most perfect harmony when he was with Gretchen Winthrop, but for her, it was a love him and leave him situation. A year later, Colton is struggling to push his music forward in a new direction. If it weren't about to be the most magical time of year in the support of the Bromance Book Club, he'd be wallowing in self-pity. It's hard for immigration attorney Gretchen not to feel a little scroogish about the excess of Christmas when her clients are scrambling to afford their rent. So when her estranged, wealthy family reaches out with an offer that will allow her to better serve her community, she's unable to say no. She just needs to convince Colton to be the new face of her family's whiskey brand. No big deal. Colton agrees to consider Gretchen's offer in exchange for three dates before Christmas. With the help of the Bromance Book Club, Colton throws himself into the task of proving to her there's a spark between them. But Gretchen and Colton will both need to overcome the ghost of Christmas past to build a future together. So the release date on this is November 1st of 2022. This is a second chance uh, romance, men read romance, music star, one night stand, uh, favors for love, and it absolutely is holiday centered romance. Um, This is book five in the bromance book club it is a standalone the put out percentage was 59 percent if you take away because the book opens with their one night stand that happens one year previous to the actual chunk of the book right but we don't get a lot of details we don't it's the next morning and she's trying to sneak out right which is hilarious (laughs) um Okay, so put out percentage is 59%. Audiobook narrator. So I did listen to the audiobook narration. And it was Andrew Iden, who for many people know that that is the alternate uh, pseudonym. Well, that's his real name uh, for Teddy Hamilton. And I had such a blonde moment while listening 
to this book. Um, because I was filling out the form for this episode and it says, oh, who's the audiobook narrator? And I put Teddy Hamilton. And then I was like going through the book listing to make sure I had everything correct. And it says Andrew Iden. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that's Teddy Hamilton. <laughs> so you're like, my ears to see me? Yeah. So anyway, he's very honest and open about his pseudonym. So uh, anyway, just a, a little piece to note. Okay, so let's talk about the Very Merry Bromance. I love the whole concept of the Bromance Book Club. Yes, like the, yeah, every time I read a Bromance Book Club book, I'm like, these, the guys just crack me up. And they're all, so we recently did an episode about beta heroes. And I absolutely think that this is, even though they're all professional, really strong successful men i think it's a group of beta heroes these are all really nice guys yes i mean that's part of why they're like making the extra effort to read a romance book because they call them their manuals right they're their manuals these are also a bunch of guys that are like just the super nice guy that hasn't made the connections for relationships right and, and some things are holding them back. There are some pieces either in their past or in what they do for a living or how they perceive the world that has held them from taking that step into relationships. And they're using the romance novels as their guidebooks to make those next steps. Um, okay, so quick question. In these books, so each... Bromance Book Club book, there is an alternate book that's part of the book that the that the hero is typically reading. Right. I was looking at a couple of reviews and one of the reviewers says, I always skip those parts. I don't think they add anything to the story. Okay. Do you read those parts? I do. I read it all. <clears throat> yes, I do read those parts. Um. Same. And I do think they have value to the story. Right. As I think especially as a romance reader, they add that like value of like connecting. Because I mean, I don't think it's possible to read a book and not try to like connect yourself to the main characters in some way. Um, so it, it, you can kind of see how like in this book, how Colton would connect himself to the main characters yeah yeah and actually in this book i felt like gretchen needed the romance novel more than colton did right she should have been the member of the bromance book club in this book yes in the book that the book that is in the book he does give her that book yeah yeah okay so let's talk about gretchen so this is so they've had a one night stand it's at the wedding of one of the other guys and um it is there it's the morning afters when the ep, the prologue is and then she leaves she's like yeah i don't do relationships i'm not interested in doing anything with you and he's like wait wait yeah. <laughs> and yeah and she's like no don't call me don't talk to me yeah <laughs> she's like peace and she's actually the ex of the groom. 
yeah, of Matt. And um, so, so this is two years, or this is one year in the future. This is a year later. Right. Um, and so the setup is Gretchen's been approached by her very wealthy family that if she can bring Colton on board, they know that they have a connection. If she can bring him on board to be the face of their whiskey, they will give her a position within the company that will provide her with money to continue to do her pro bono immigration law. Right. So let's talk about who Gretchen Winthrop is because, so this is Christmas. So instead of grumpy sunshine, you're going to have Scrooge, tiny Tim. Yes. Gretchen is the Scrooge of this relationship. Yeah. And when we like see her, year after like when the book begins um she's like in court like working her butt off um for people that have less than pretty much anybody yeah yeah she i mean she has a big heart however she is super cynical and um grumpy yeah uh and Colton has tried to contact her through this year. Like he's tried to catch her at places or at things or to text her or call her. And she has ghosted him on all attempts. Which is pretty impressive for a year. Um, and I think that it speaks volumes to his tenacity that he doesn't right. just let it go because he's a fairly successful country music star. However, he's in a little bit of a struggle in his own um, career. Right. Like, I mean, he's getting older and things are changing. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did. Gretchen did get on my nerves a little bit in this book. I would. Yes, I would agree. Like she, like you said, she is grumpy and she is like, be all beat <laughs> well and her lecturing constantly about inequalities and unfairness and taking everything so extremely serious um you know ignoring the fact that you can choose your own family you can create your inner circle with the ones you love but instead she just constantly harps on everybody and everything around her and nothing is ever good enough and it kind of breaks my heart for her a little bit right because it's definitely like a traumatic response to the way she grew up and she certainly has this internal struggle of is she enough but i sometimes think we see that in a heroine who is trying or even a hero who's trying to be kind of that do-gooder right like yeah she had she definitely feels like she has something to prove. Um, okay, so let's talk about Mr. Colton because he is sunshine <laughs> and rainbows. Like, he is elf of yes. Christmas joy. Yeah, and like, even when he finds himself in like, not the ideal situation, he just like, rolls with it. Like, oh. And he's so funny. He So he's he get, says... I will be the face of your family's whiskey and help you get to where you want to be. But in return, you owe me three dates. And so it's kind of the favor for a favor. And right. 
his time that he spends with her, he doesn't just say, okay, let's spend time together, romantic dinners. No, he's decided it's his personal mission that he wants her to love Christmas and she um, does not want to love Christmas. Right. He, yeah, each one of the dates like consists of something like traditional Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, okay. Uh, the bromance club moments, as always, with any of these books are the best. Uh, yes, I would agree. Like, yeah, there's a moment where they're like trying to get Vlad into a Santa suit and it's the opposite of what you normally expect when someone doesn't fit in the Santa suit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Vlad's a hoot anyway. I mean, he's just the chaotic Russian. I adore him. I adore and him. He has the cheese guy at his house. I was like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, and again, when we read these books, I absolutely expect there to be Winnie ba witty banter. And Lissa K. Adams, I think, is one of the examples of someone that does this exceptionally well. The banter between Colton and Gretchen, the banter with Colton and the other book club members. It really keeps the pace of this book constantly moving. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like it definitely moves fast. So you can get like a lot of information in a short period of time. Um, and this book does have a dark moment. And it was, in my opinion, an unnecessary conflict that caused this breakup. Um, but it wasn't really a breakup. It was like they broke up, but they were almost instantaneously making up at the end. Um, and nobody really talked as like you expect from grownups. Yes. Yes. Cause it's a, like, it's a pretty fast turnaround on the resolution. Um, and like you said, like it before, during and after there's not a lot of like communication about what's going on. There's not. And, you know, again, I, I always feel like with the bromance book clubs, I'm getting exactly what's promised to me. I'm getting exactly what I want. The fun winning banner. It makes it easy to read. It makes it light. Um, I do think that she is absolutely, these books are absolute products of traditional publishing. They're not very steamy. It's a slower burn feel to it. And I was trying to think of some holiday romances that might fit into similar with the bromance book club. Mm. And if you liked um, Jana Aston's Reindeer Falls, I think these are very sim. This is very similar, just not as I would agree. No butt stuff. <laughs> no butt stuff. <laughs> um, I think Will and Nash has her Holiday Brothers series, and I think these fit very nicely into that. Also, um, and then one of the things that we always talk about whenever we do a holiday romance, um, is the diehard test. So just a brief explanation. There's the great American debate of is, is diehard a Christmas movie <laughs> in my house? 
Die Hard is considered a Christmas movie. In other people's houses, it's not. That's okay. No judgment for being wrong. It's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But anytime we read a holiday Christmas-based romance, we have to put it to a Die Hard test, meaning... The big thing is with like the Die Hard movie is could that movie take place outside of a Christmas holiday? Would you have the exact same movie if it say took place on President's Day? So (laughs) we have to put this book to that kind of test. So this is very much being sold and marketed as a holiday Christmas romance. Would you say that the Very Merry Bromance is a passes the diehard test i initially said no i mean there are definitely parts that are very christmasy but i didn't feel like it was like integral to the plot okay i do this story could have happened um around like the summer and he's trying to get her to like enjoy the outside to go on a vacation because she's a workaholic yep I, i agree you know it could have been it kind of reminded me, and I can't think of the movie right off the bat, uh, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, and she's the workaholic, and he's kind of the goofy the assistant. Is that the proposal? Yeah, I think that's the proposal. Yeah. So if you think about that kind of movie, it's just that they're on a business trip, and it's right. the same similar kind of vibes to this book. And so, no, it could have just been, it could have been a vacation fling, not a Christmas fling. It. I don't know that Christmas played enough integral part of this book to truly pass the buzzing about romance diehard test. Um, okay. Anything else? It's a really fun read. Like it is a really fun read and it's available at most libraries because it is a trad pub. Um, it wasn't on Hoopla yet, but eventually they do all end up there. But I was able to listen to the audiobook through Libby, um, through our overdrive. So that was also very helpful. Anyway, if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Jenny, thank you so much for joining me for this episode and reviewing our first holiday romance of the season. Thanks for having me. Um, Until next time, everyone, happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.